This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Loving friends, welcome back to 19 Cats and Counting. I am your co-host, Linda Hall. Last week, we started our interview with Pam Roussel, and she was so amazing that we spilled over and made it into a two-parter. So after this ad, we will come back and listen to part two with Pam, all about cats, natural healing, animal communication, and all kinds of things you need to know. See you shortly. Everyone, Michelle Fern here. You know, I love using dog crates for my kitties, especially when I'm introducing them to the rest of the members of the household. And I really love Digs, that's Digs with two G's, Revel collapsible dog crate. You know, they don't make cat collapsible crates that are big enough for several cats. So Digs crate is what I need. It's fabulous. It's safe. It's convenient. You could set it up in less than a minute. You can literally raise it and collapse it with one hand. Super easy to transport and very easy to clean. And you know, while the kitties are hanging in the crate, they look good in my living room. The Rebel crate looks like furniture. And if you're traveling this summer, make sure you check out Dig's five-star crash test rated passenger travel carrier. It's small enough to fit right under your airline seat, but with plenty of space for your fur babe. Make your pets more comfortable with Dig's wonderful products. And for a limited time, I'd like to offer you 15% off your entire Dig's order. Go to digs.pet and use promo code PETLIFE15. That's D-I-G-G-S dot pet with promo code PETLIFE15 to get 15% off. Order today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to 19 Cats and Counting. Linda and I could just spend all day speaking with Pam. I'm just fascinated by the work she does. Pam, I know you've seen a lot of different cases. Do you have a case that really stands out in your mind? Like uh, something that was like the most miraculous turnaround that you've experienced with a cat? Yes, actually, it was. Um, it's one of those random cases that came across to me from someone who found my site on the internet and it happened to be Easter weekend during the COVID lockdown. (laughs) He didn't know anything about muscle testing. He didn't know anything about what I did, but something that uh, I guess I had an article about the rabies vaccine and dangers and vaccinosis and things like that. And he reached out to me. Basically, the story went like this. He and his wife volunteered at a shelter in their area that was forced to be closed because of COVID. And they had to farm out all their animals. But before they were able to farm out all the animals, they had to vaccinate all the animals. And so the, the he and his wife agreed to take this mama cat with three brand new baby kittens. Oh. And so, I mean... She probably what three weeks old, something so little. Okay, so they're little. And so the mama, they didn't know where she came from or whatever, and they didn't do titer testing. So she was given a round of vaccines before she was approved to be released. 
the cat went lame. <gasps> Could oh. not hold up her head oh. and had three baby kittens to take care of. And he and his wife were just beside themselves thinking, holy cow, what happened to my cat? They didn't even connect the dots. Specifically, they knew something is really wrong. And they were afraid to call the shelter and, and take her back in because they thought they would put her down. And here she's got three kittens. They may well have. And they might have. And I said, hold on. <laughs> First, don't panic. And so I did my analysis and I was like, okay, rabies honey. vaccine, rabies vaccine is coming up. This is why. And when you go look at the research of vaccinosis, one of the things that is indicative of rabies vaccinosis is lameness. Oh my goodness. I didn't know that. I didn't either, but I learned. Yeah. So <laughs> there's a lot of there's a, a lot of characteristics that are, that are the energetics of the actual disease that can start to manifest. It doesn't mean they have the disease, but it can look like they have or look similar and characteristic to those to those energetics of the disease itself. And so I specifically said, okay, here's what we're going to do. And I gave him protocols. I sent him the remedies and I said, this is what you're going to do. This is for how long. And trust me, just follow the plan. And, you know, we worked on several different forms of supplementation and just the remedies and things like that for anti-vaccinosis. He would call me in a few days. He goes, Wow she's, she's actually doing better. She's actually can hold her head up now. And she's trying to drag herself out of the bed. Wow. Trying, they were having to like, hold her up and, and um, express her bladder for her. Oh. She could not. And so over the course of, I want to say it was like two weeks, two or three weeks went by and he would send me little updates. I'll tell you that cat made a full recovery. And he sent me videos of her walking out in the yard. They got the kittens adopted and they were adorable. Oh my God. Beautiful. If I lived there, I said, oh, I would have been a sucker at your house. Uh, <laughs> this is why I don't I want your I get it. Shelters, you know, yeah. I want those babies. They were so cute. And so, yeah. And they kept her because he had such an investment in her after the ordeal that they went to sure. that way we can give her back and we're not going to take her back to the shelter and we're certainly not going to tell the vet what we did <laughs> you know? right i'm very lucky that my vet is Get in it. agreement that those vaccines are not all necessary and they can cause more harm than good in some cases yeah. exactly it was just such a moving testimony of the power of natural health sure. and, natural healing and homeopathy. And when you, when you find the root cause and you treat the root cause and how it can turn things around that quickly, it's a testimony to how the body can heal itself. Oh, for sure. So, you know, he was like, I don't know how you did it, but I'm so grateful <laughs> that I found you and you saved Mimi and her kitten. That's, you that's, know? that's right where we are. Like, we don't get it, but we, I believe we it see it. Exactly. Yeah. I can't. You don't you get it, but you have switch. to respect it. Yeah. So if you flip the light switch and the light comes on, I don't understand yeah. how that happens, <laughs> but I do believe in electricity because my lights are on, right? The lights work. I know. I know. That's why, that's why I love what I do because I can help people have miracles and their lives and turn them. I get the cases that the vets are like, I, there's nothing more I can do for you. 
I don't know what else they can do for you. Oh my gosh. I bet you could have helped Lovey Dash and Cupcake all from the same litter, all died of cancer within six months of each other. I have one from that litter left, but she's semi-feral. If she gets sick, there's nothing I can do. I can't touch her. Unless she gets sick enough. But yeah, exactly. I, I, I should send you her photo and tell me yeah, what she's yeah, thinking. Yeah. Tell me what that was. Yeah. Yeah. I would say the two biggest causes of disease that I see in pets are improper diet because improper diet can lead to the GI issues, the lymphoma, the cancer and all the intestinal stuff. And then over vaccination. Okay. Those are by far the two biggest things. And those are big mountains that if people can work on really improving the diet as close to species appropriate as you can, you know, wet diet, high quality there, that's the foundation of good health. If you have poor nutrition, you're going to have poor health. I yeah. mean, that's the same for people. We know that. I agree. The, the biggest hurdle we face about nutrition, Pam, is vegetarians who want to feed their cats a vegetarian <laughs> diet. That does I'll not bet. work. It doesn't work. They're not no. biologically wired like that. No, no, exactly. You have to honor their biology. Yes, exactly. Honor the biology of the cat. You well, know? On that medical line, we have asked this question to every expert, every vet. We had made by nachos vet on, we asked. I'm banking on you're going to answer the question and it may be what you just said. It may already be answered. Yeah. Rita started a cats only pet sitting service. It ran successfully for over 17, 17 years. years. I came on board as executive director. I was only on for, I don't know, three or four years anyway. We would see from the time I started the occasional cat with cancer. Right. I had never in the first, I don't know how many months of taking in these cats, I would call and get the information and names, age, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I had never heard of an asthma inhaler for a cat. We had so many of them By in the LA. By the time we closed, everybody had cancer and everybody was on an asthma inhaler. And, everybody was yeah. and we all knew how to give them the inhaler. Yeah, we all knew. <laughs> and I, it was insane. One family and oh my gosh, they loved their cats. They had two cats. The one got cancer and passed and they went holistic and everything, but it, you know, it was already there. It yeah. may have extended the life. It may have improved the life, but it was already there. They went and adopted a kitten. I, hopefully the kitten's doing well. Oh, I, I remember since, this. We've oh. since closed that and switched to behavior only, but the second cat then got cancer and I just cried and cried. It was like, what in the world? Are they really both their kids, right? I mean, it wasn't the newbie, but it was the second one. It really, they have to go through this again, Lord, really. Don't you think some of that is the diet that mom has while she's carrying the kittens? Right, Pam? Okay. Not necessarily. Okay. Not necessarily. Uh, what is, I mean, uh, the bulk of our clients were in LA and we often blamed the it's LA air, but we did have them in North and South Carolina yeah, we did. too. So yeah. I'm going to ask you and I asked everybody else. What Where's the, the asthma coming happening? from? <laughs> Where? What is happening? Well, there, as you know, there is such a thing as toxic air. I mean, we, we all know that chemtrails and if cats live outside, they're exposed to all of that. And that's a very sad, but realistic thing. I had a cat just last week who <laughs> tested for three heavy metals that were associated with chemtrails. <sighs> and I have never in my career ever had a cat. That's all heavy metals that were associated with chemtrails before. So I, that was like, wow, your area must be really sprayed heavily. Right. So that, that's kind of a wake up call for people. But what people don't realize is cats who in some cats, there has been a link from over vaccination to asthma. Asthma is an autoimmune disease and over vaccination 
can lead to autoimmune issues. And I have two clients whose cats have asthma that were over-vaccinated. That makes sense. None of my cats. We've never heard that answer before. That makes sense. And I will publicly admit that after their kitten shots, we were done. I had to stop in the middle with my peanut. I had to stop. I actually, I was a volunteer for the rescue where I, I got him. So they were giving me the shots and I was giving them myself. And the second one, peanut got so sick. I'm like, no, I don't want the third one. We're not. Do- and my vet then agreed. Nope. No more for him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's just so many, and there's, there's environmental considerations that you have to think about these days, from heavy metal exposure to vaccine ex- exposure to even things like glyphosate. Glyphosate is a horrible, horrible herbicide that they spray on so many of the crops in this country. Wow. And it, and it trickles into the organic farms and there's runoff in the streams and it is in everybody's blood tissues. If you go get, a, if you have your blood tested for glyphosate, I guarantee you're going to find it in there. I bet. Um, it's just, it's prevalent in our food supply. It's prevalent in our, in our lawns from the roundup and the weed killers that we put in, you know, just we're surrounded by it. That stuff that can damage your microbiome. We don't even really know all the extensive damage that stuff like environmental toxins can do to us. So, you know, it could be household cleaners present a big problem, you know, because they're breathing all those chemicals in. They're closer to the floor. They're, I don't know that there's just a one, you know, that's more prevalent answer than another. When you look at collectively the toxic burden it puts on the cat's bodies. They're small little creatures compared to humans, you know, their bodies, their tipping point is going to show up faster than it probably would ours. That makes sense. And then so many people use scented cat litter. We always tell them don't do that. And then they put those plugins as a cat sitter. I'd walk in and they'd have all these fragrant plugins. It made me sick. Imagine how the cats felt. Yeah, because they can't escape it. Mm -mm. And all of those little toxins and chemicals are getting into their lungs and into their tissues. And it starts to break down their microbiome. And that's their immune system. And if we don't have a strong, healthy gut, we don't have a strong, healthy body. Oh, my gosh. Do you work with people too, in addition to animals? I do. I do. I work with, I do a specific modality called mind, body, spirit release. And so what people don't realize a lot of times is cellular imprints from negative traumas, negative experiences settle into our tissues, our organs, our glands, and they are imprinted and they are stored there. And we don't even realize it happens. And so when we have something negative happen to us, all of the physiological processes going on related to that experience are being recorded in our bodies. Hormones and neurotransmitters are involved. Limiting beliefs go through our head and they get stored and they get stuck in us. So we can be triggered by, you know, let's say the trauma is, you know, come and gone and life is good again, but our brain, our bodies don't know that because it's happening on a subconscious level. And so whenever we're triggered by something again, all of those physiological responses start to happen again inside of us that we're not even aware of. And it like brings it all up again. Is that why some people react more strongly to stress than others? Oh, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. Because they're reliving it. 
<laughs> you know, the people that just can't let go of something, they just relive it and relive it and relive it. And, and they can't move past something. They are stuck in those cycles. And they're, it's like, I was reading a really good book called The Energy Codes by Dr. Sue Mortar. If you've never read it, go read it. It's awesome. Writing it down. down. <laughs> yes, yes, the energy code. Yes. He talks about this, the conscious and the subconscious brain. We have the thalamus, which is the conscious, and the hypothalamus, which sits beneath that is your subconscious. And there's an invisible trap door between the two of those. And so you're going on through life and all of a sudden, you know, you're hit out of the blue with some horrible experience, like, you know, someone passing away unexpectedly and you have all the grief and the trauma, whatever related to that. And your body is going into, you know, survival mode or struggle or or the fight or flight. Right. Yeah. And that trap door between the subconscious and the conscious closes. And so everything is being programmed at the subconscious level based on that experience. And so you move on, life is restored. You're, you know, it's like, okay, that experience, there's no more danger. I don't need to be, you know, afraid anymore or sad. I've moved on, but not in your subconscious mind because there's no communication about that event because the trap door has been closed. This makes perfect sense. So what I do is I use a technique called mind, body, spirit release, which identifies, it uses muscle testing to identify where are those blocks and what organs and glands and hormones and neurotransmitters might be affected. What body systems might be affected? What limiting beliefs did I tell myself because of that event? What spiritual blocks might be there? Are there relationship blocks? Are there people involved, places involved? It pulls in stuff like the Chinese elements, the five Chinese elements that are related to all the body systems and the meridians in the body and the organs and glands and the the emotions that are stored in those particular areas of the body. And it just identifies all of those things. And then when I go through and clear all that, it's just like, it just. Wow. Even if you think you've, uh, you don't think about something on a conscious level, obviously then your body and your subconscious are still holding it. Every human being out there who has ever suffered at the hands of an abuser knows what it means to flinch when someone raises their hand too fast. And I was thinking of your Smokey. Rita picked up a stray cat when she was living in LA. I love this cat. I love this cat. I love this cat. Smokey is the best cat ever. Smokey never does anything wrong. He's He's a Russian blue. He's perfection. Um, She posted flyers. Somebody called her and said, look, I'm a neighbor. I'm not telling you whose it is. They keep kicking him out. So, of course, she kept him. He's made the move with her from L.A. to the Carolinas and is living with her now. Wow. But one day, and I'm telling you, I stay at Rita's two weeks at a time. This cat is perfect. Can do yeah. no wrong. Okay. One day, she had a friend visiting. She was putting on her shoes or taking them off. She dangled her shoelaces to play as we do. And Smokey freaked out and went flying under the bed, having a nervous break. He didn't come out till the next day. Wow. And we said through was shown at thrown at him somebody was kicking him with their shoes something connected it but here yeah. you are we're all these years later he's safe that person is not here the shoe was not just the sight of the shoe yeah we don't we don't do that we don't dangle shoelaces anymore. we take our shoes off outside your door and come in without them we don't even wear <sighs> shoes in your house yeah yeah so that makes perfect sense that all that. That's space. a great example of how it can even work with pets. So I do mind, body, spirit release with pets and people because they have the same ability to store all of those emotions in their body, just like we do. It makes sense. 
you know, we've You're been so talking much more so we long. Talk to you about, but we gotta go. And I well, eat. I want to book you for me, and I want to book you for my cats. <laughs> we can always come back and chat more about cats. <laughs> yes, I was gonna say we may need to do a there's follow up part two. So exactly. <laughs> so should we go ahead and wrap this one up? Sure, but I want to ask Pam first any last words of wisdom for us or for our audience, and of course, let them know how they can find you. You know, my best advice for people who want to start implementing, you know, better care for their cats, it's easy to get overwhelmed because there are so many things we could do, but I start with one thing, just do one thing. You know, if that's having a better diet, if that's more one-on-one environmental enrichment time, whatever that might be, if it's a supplement, everybody's cat's different. So you have to just follow your heart and know that you're doing the very best you can with what you have and you can't beat yourself up. You know, the reality is we're not all millionaires and we can't afford to just, you know, do whatever. So do whatever the best you can do on your budget with the best amount of time, giving your cat the best, because I guarantee you at the end of the day, when they're passing, they're not sitting there looking at you like lady, (laughs) <laughs> I wish you had done more for me when I was da, da, da. They're just looking at you with love and gratitude that they were in your life. And when they pass over and transition, they're still going to be in your life. They're just going to be on the other side and you can still talk to them and they're, they're still with you, you know, and they're not hating any decision that you made for them. And, you know, you know that you just did your best. You have to learn those lessons. Just learn the lessons, you know, they are teachers. Thank you for that. That trip out of that and post it everywhere because that was probably the most poignant, eloquent thing you could have said to everybody who loves That's true. anyone, cat or human alike. So uh, yeah. People can find you at perfectlyholistic.com. That's P-U-R-R holistic.com. Yeah, three R's. Three R's. Three R's. Three R's. We will make sure to post the link underneath the video so people can find you easily. And I encourage you to go in and read the stories on Pam's website, read her blog, read everything and, you know, book a session with her if you need some extra help with your kitty or yourself. Right. I have an online store that's dedicated to cats too. It's, it's, you know, there's services, there's natural holistic supplements, remedies, things like that. And then, you know, just some cat stuff like furniture and fun stuff all that kind of stuff that's important (laughs) it's really it's dedicated to cats because cats don't get enough exposure they don't have enough cred in this world you know it's a dog's world that's why we do what we do because we have to give them a voice you know they deserve that so we love dogs too but they have a lot of people voicing for them Cats are the underdog, you know. They do, they do, and cats are so misunderstood. I agree. I agree. Yes. They They deserve all the I have a dog and 12 cats in my house. I I, it's very obvious the differences (laughs) between them. Except her Uh, dog stands in a litter box. Yeah, my dog is confused. (laughs) She's a very confused chihuahua. (laughs) We may need you to just help her to understand her identity after living with all these. I'm Who am I? But I'm not. So that's another. Okay. So I, think I know we got to wrap psychiatrist. Up. Thank you so oh. much for being with us, Pam. Oh, you're so welcome. Let's you're welcome anytime. Linda, as always, thank you for being my co-host. I'd be remiss if I didn't thank Mark Winter, the founder of Pet Life Radio, for the awesome job he does producing our show. And until next time, don't forget, every day is Catter Day. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.